0: it got big juice figure things impatient who's at the top think they need replacement who's at the top think i am gonna race that face it I don't give up quick I don't give up shit. I won't give up this because I know that I want it know that I'm on it I'll make it I promise all right hey everyone welcome to the space medics podcast this is a podcast mostly about being a space medic and star citizen but you know sometimes we'll talk about all things gaming um, you know whatever's happening in the gaming world virtual reality metaverse whatever. Uh, We're all about that. So welcome to episode two. I'm excited about this episode because we're going to be talking with the other fleet commander of Rescue Squad 1, Apollo. We'll talk to him in just a second. Uh, But yeah, just a quick background about who we are and what we do. If you haven't listened to episode one, we are a medical organization in the Star Citizen universe. So we go all across the galaxy rescuing players. There's a whole medical gameplay loop. And so we've been just doing that for the longest time. I think right now we have over 700 rescues. But you know what? I'm going to stop talking because I need to get Apollo in here. And Apollo, I want to welcome you to the podcast, man. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, I think we just reached 700 rescues uh, this week, actually. It's a new milestone for us. I think we're hitting like uh, almost 100 every week or two. It's kind of crazy, huh?
0: Yeah, 700 rescues is crazy because I think our first – 100 was obviously slow 200 was slow, but now we're we're here at 700, easily gonna hit a thousand and you know maybe even before the year ends. so that's incredible so. Yeah, yeah man well, so uh, rescue squad one uh, we have two commanders uh, one of the commanders is I, and there are there is another commander, my guest with me, Apollo. And we're going to talk a little bit about how we met, how we started Rescue Squad One, how it all got started. Maybe a little bit of the drama. I don't know. We'll fill that out if we want to talk about that stuff or not in the early Discord days. Uh, But before we do that, um, Apollo, just let us know a little bit about who you are and just generic. What game is you like? You know where you're from or whatever you want to give or not give is up
1: to you. Yeah, man. uh, You know I'm originally from Canada, but I've lived in the states my whole life. I'm not going to give much more than that. But uh, for as for the games, um, I've been around, man. I've uh, played a lot of different games, you know, Arma, DayZ, Star Citizen, Space Engineers. What else? Um, pretty much like a lot of different games. But what I love mostly is like creating these communities and creating these servers. You know, I've created hundreds of different servers across many different games like Arma, DayZ, 5M, Samp, MTA. I don't know if you guys know these games. Uh, Space Engineers, uh, lots of different games. and for me, creating this community is just some, a passion project. You know, getting all these people going and doing things together, and seeing people come together in our Discord just to play play together and make friends. And we have this whole thing with the rescues, and our 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 thing is you know rescuing people across the verse. So it's really cool to see that we could kind of uh, push this idea forward and bring such bring together such a large group of people to forward our goals. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I love that. So, And you hit something really interesting, a little side trail here about you're really into the community of gaming. I was just talking with a professor at Loyola University. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Loyola University in Chicago. And uh, we were talking about communities in like gaming, the metaverse, and all those types of things. And I was like, man, some of the The most tight-knit communities is in gaming communities, like people that play Minecraft together, Fortnite, servers, Mm -hmm. discords, all that, Uh, really deep uh, friends and and connections and relationships and uh, people that have never met physically, uh, but they're connected through like an experience or a game. Um, And I could give a, a bunch of stories about that. But, you know, when I think about Rescue Squad 1, I think I consider like, you know, this squad as my friends and my my comrades, if you will. And uh, we do a lot of fun stuff together. And so anyway, a side trail about that, because you, you kind of mentioned running all those servers and the communities around it. And I think people that are outside of gaming, that look into it and maybe judge it or say it's stupid, to, are missing out on the community aspect, which I think is huge. Because we got a great community, and it sounds yeah. like you've been involved. And I didn't know all that community background. I, I knew you did servers, but um, you've been... Uh, community building for a long time. Uh, which which one? Before we get into Star Citizen, which which uh, servers have you liked the most? Have the most fun in setting
1: up? That's interesting because you know when you're running a server, it's a completely different uh, feel than being a player, right? You know, you we've been through the drama at the beginning of our Star Citizen uh, venture, I would say, and and honestly, compared to what I've had to deal with with running servers, it's not a lot. You know, we kind of I don't, we're gonna, we might get into it later, but we. Essentially, the uh, basic summary of what we went through was a bit of a power coup. I would how I would describe it, um, and you know we were very relaxed about it. But I've been through a lot of those uh, running servers. You have there's a lot of different kinds of people that come together, a lot of different personalities, and they all everyone thinks their ideas are going to make things better. Um,
0: so, so that's interesting. You've already like so we'll talk about our coup here in a second or the drama, but you've already faced like server community discord drama before in the past and and you know what so like when people hear that and they go wait a minute what's what's up with that well it's just humans when you bring humans into a room together you know there's bound to be a conflict especially as it gets larger or bigger and um so it's this part of humanity you know this type of conflict and so yeah we'll talk about that in, in a bit but um but that's interesting to me you've already kind of Already been through uh, a drama or two
1: over gaming yeah. communities. Yeah. And for my favorite game, uh, The Host, you know, I did a lot with Arma 3 and a lot with uh, MTA, which is like a multiplayer version of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Multi Theft Auto. Um, so that was, those two games were really cool to host. Did a lot, It took a lot of development, especially Multi Theft Auto, a lot of scripting, a lot of coding. That's what I do professionally, I'm a coder. So it took uh, it took a lot of development to get those going, um, and a lot they're big games, right? You know, I mean, not as much MTA anymore, but Arma is still a huge game, and it's very competitive. To you're kind of putting yourself against other servers, and you have to offer custom, you know, custom features. You have to get, have a big player base. You have to bring people into your server and make them want to stay. So it's all these things you got to think about. And with RS one, it's a bit different, right? You're not really so we're not a we're not a game server. We're a community. So it's a different for me. It's a little bit of a different venture. I haven't really just done a community of only I've really only done like game servers and then community built off that. Yeah, and
0: I love that emphasis on community. That's really a key thing. Like you said, it's it's more than just the game. It's more than just the experience. It's the community. Um, I find that people want to be here just because of the people. And, you know, sometimes when we get tired of Star Citizen or we need a break from it because of bugs, you know, we'll go over to Daisy and we can talk about that too. But um, no, I, yeah. I that's interesting. All right. So let's, uh, so we know a little bit about Apollo, a little background about you, your gaming, uh, your coder, you've done communities and servers and all that. Let's talk about Star Citizen, man, because that's, you know, we'll talk about all things gaming in this podcast. And obviously we're going to have you as a frequent guest on the show talk about all things and maybe we'll even get a daisy podcast i think that'd be fun there we go because uh, i'm getting into some Daisy's daisy stuff daisy um uh, oh by the way man uh, have you done 5m on grand theft auto
1: yeah man i love 5m i've had many servers you know uh, v- vrp what's the other one um there's a couple new game modes out that i've worked with but yeah. I actually on the i actually have a whole game mode set up if we ever want to run one of those the season's Really, yeah. Ooh, I lo-
0: GTA is one of my favorite games, so yeah. I would love to do that sometime. Um, haven't played it in consistently because of the hackers and modders that come in and wreck the experience big time. I mean, this is constant, so I think I took a break for a bit. But at its core, it's one of my favorites to get in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, side trail on gaming and other things. Uh, but let, yeah, Star Citizen, man. Um, so before we get into how we met in Star Citizen... Um, And real pause real quick. Last episode, I talked about how I got into Star Citizen, that whole journey. Uh, But let's talk to Apollo and ask you, um, why did you download it? Some people are not into alphas, much less betas or whatever. Um, You know, what got you into Star Citizen? What did you like about it? And I guess, you know, you're still playing it to this day. Why did you stick through it? Stick with it throughout all the bugs and problems?
1: You know, when I first bought Star Citizen, I had no clue what I was getting into, I had zero clue. I just heard that the game's, you know, an open world, persistent, you buy a ship, it's your ticket into the game. So and that was years ago. You know, I bought a ship and I had no clue what my, what I was about to get myself into. And I found out my computer couldn't even handle the game. And it was, this is years ago before the game was where it is now, which is like a crazy leap in development, right? So I just stopped playing the game. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't run it, you know, I didn't even know, I, I kind of got in and was like running at five, 10 frames per second, which is unplayable Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and I just didn't know what to do. So I just stopped and, uh, I was like, I'm going to get a better PC. I'm going to wait. Um, and here we are. And, you know, and then I started playing, you know, when, when I met you actually was, I think, I think it was the first day I came back, the first day I came back to Star Citizen. So it was kind of crazy coincidence.
0: And what about the game? With that, uh, were you kind of amazed by the scale, the the ships, the the combat? What was that that really intrigued you?
1: Yeah. Everything, you know, like you get in you get in the game, and you know you wake up in a in a, an apartment in some you know some uh, on some planet, and you get in, and not only is like the detail like crazy, but you get in in this the verse around you is every there's nothing you pick you can miss. It's all detail oriented. You have to go get gear, you have to go get clothes, you know, you have to make sure you have a mask on if you're outside. You get into your ship, almost everything is interactable, like you can, the doors, the buttons, you know, the, the ship combat is insane, and there's, you know, there's lots of things coming in the next couple of uh, updates, but the game itself is just kind of insane, you know, there's... Yeah.
0: I think when people watch uh, the streams or whatever, like one recently was like, wait, there's no loading times. There's no loading screens. I was like, no, this is all open world. Like yeah. even getting into the elevator is like you wait, you push a button and you wait to go to your, you know, space or ship pad, wherever it's at the hangar. Yeah, And you'll spend a, a couple of seconds in the elevator, just going there and it'll open up and you'll walk to your ship. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fully immersive. One of the most immersive games, um, you know, I've played, um, and yeah, I love it. So it's, it's one of my favorites for sure. So you got into star citizen. You, well, you took a break cause the uh, game wasn't running well. Then there's the, the day you got back into it was a day we ran into each other. So let yeah. me give you my side of the story leading up to that. Um, I'm flying to Orison or, um, and I don't remember Orison. exactly for what, yeah. Orison. Wh- how do we pronounce it?
1: Or I think it's Orison.
0: Orison. I was flying to Orison. I think I called it Horizon when I first played. But we were flying to Orison. As I was flying down I think I was in my Constellation Taurus uh, which is like, uh, for those that don't play Star Citizen, like a cargo ship Um, and it's part of the Constellation series. And speaking of which, you were in a Constellation Andromeda, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. The gunship variant. Yeah.
0: And I was flying to my uh, hangar and you were flying away from Orison. And I think I was streaming. And, and the best as I can remember, this is how we met, right? Yeah. Um, I was streaming and I was like, hey, let me ping this guy just to kind to do something entertaining in the stream. And so I and nobody answers when you when you hail them, right? You can target the ship and you can press the hail button and that connects uh comms. And so I did that and funny enough, you, you responded, right? And so yeah. Okay, from your side what what were you doing? You were leaving Orson. Do you even remember what you were doing there? Or?
1: Yeah, man. I don't remember where I was heading. I think I was just trying to get out of Atmo. It was the first I think it was the first time I was leaving the or- Orsan atmosphere. Uh which for, for anyone anyone doesn't know it takes forever. Um, yeah. Uh, it's like what's what's the uh
0: isn't it 150,000 like yeah, kilometers like to, to before you could
1: before you could jump? You're just I thought on. I was lost. I didn't know what I was doing. At some point, I before before that, I turned around to try to go the other way because I thought I was doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I uh, I was just leaving my hangar, going up into atmo, trying to find a contract, and then you hailed me, and I I didn't even have my mic attached, uh, so I had to turn on my voice activation and turn everything on, and then by the time I did, I responded, and you were still there, and that was that, and we, I think we just linked up and. We both, uh, rocked. I think, I think we got into my ship, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got into your Andromeda.
1: Yeah. Just, I forget what we
0: did. We just went around and did stuff.
1: No, I remember. I think we, uh, we hit a clam jumper. Like we went and we did uh, the destroyed those, uh, those turret satellites. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, That one tends to get buggy sometimes, but, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I do remember jumping in your Andromeda, got in your turret. We started rocking submissions and then I think we connected on discord and uh, i think what's interesting is because sometimes you run into people in the game right and maybe you'll connect on discord and then you'll never hear from them again hear from them again so i was like you know that's just the way it goes it's all cool you know um but i think we started we played a couple more times together we just started hanging out um and it was about the time where i started doing rescues I, i got a cutlass red Um, I was doing medical rescues, so I don't remember the exact timing, but it was all kind of meshing together, like connecting with you, you know, medical rescues were happening. I started posting stuff on TikTok, and some of those videos um, started getting out there. Um, And so a lot of the, um, like, attention from those videos, I was like, man, I wonder if we should start a Discord server. Just kind of crossed my mind. I think I threw the idea your way. Yeah, you didn't
1: remember yeah
0: yeah you remember do you remember yeah. any of the details because i've it's like vague in my yeah memory. you uh
1: you said to me i think i'm thinking about starting a rescue uh organization in our in uh in star citizen and then we were like i was like let's do it and then for i think for a day we were brainstorming names and we came up with uh rescue squad one there were a couple of, i don't remember the other names we had in mind but
0: i think i was like oh i'm glad you remember the details because I, I forgot some of this these elements um so yeah i was like hey i I need help doing this Discord. Do you want to do it? And I was surprised that you said yes. Because I don't know. You just never you know, we've gotten to know each other, we're friends and um, you know, we're leading the the rescue squad one, but um because I needed help. I don't know. I could probably figure out Discord, but with your technical background, you do all that yeah. fast setting up roles and all the back end stuff. But yeah, um going back to the name, I think I was gonna call it rescue squad. The one wasn't even in the in the in the name. I was like, dude, yeah. let's call it rescue squad. And you're like, Oh, it's pretty good. I was like, and then you said you should add rescu should be rescue squad one. I was yeah. like, hmm, that kinda rings a little better than rescue squad. So we could have been rescue squad if you hadn't put the one in the end of it, um, uh, which I think was for the better. Um but yeah, that's how we uh we started the d- Discord up uh sometime in May of two thousand twenty two. I have to go back and look. was it May?
1: Yeah, it was I think so, it was May. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so here at the publishing of this podcast here around December of 2022, really, a very young Discord and very young Star Citizen work, um, and so yeah, we started the Discord. We, I, I, you know, I was, I did not have expectations, by the way, about the Discord, like how many people we're going to get, who's coming. I was like, let's just start it and see what happens. I wasn't thinking like, I think we have over a thousand in our Discord now. Um, and so, and I'd have to see in our organization in RS1, the website to see how many we have there, but, uh, there was no expectations and then people started rolling in that, which was crazy, yeah, right? Hey, <laughs> what'd you, what'd you think of that first little wave? Uh, um, it was shocked. kind of a slow trickle, but then it started picking up.
1: I was shocked. I did not expect us to, I, I mean, like it's cool and I love it, but I did not know, I did not expect to reach this, you know, this growth we have like this vast majority this vast amount of people we have under our under our wing right now we have what a uh, thousand members in our discord maybe 300 active members 500 online members um it's kind of nuts you know and i think we didn't really know how to handle it at the beginning and that's kind of what led to you know all that drama you wouldn't really have yeah. a system um and we and we got on board. Like now, we have a really good officer team. We have two amazing captains. You know, uh, I think we have uh, four officers, and which is soon to be a couple more, if, uh, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we're growing. We have a whole system and structure in place to make sure these kinds of things. You know, that drama doesn't come back, and everything's taken care of if we're not there to run it. You know.
0: And I think part of the problem. Um, it was, was me. So a couple things happened. One, I got COVID bad, like not hospital bad. Um, I wasn't like in the hospital, like struggling, but I was at home bad. It was just rough. So that took me out for like six weeks easy, maybe even more, uh, which, and so for the most part, like once, um, that event at the end of May, not IAE, but what was that
1: event? I, I forget. I think it, oh, I think it was, name. uh, Invictus or something.
0: Yeah, Invictus. Like, yeah. once Invictus was over, like, I got COVID real bad and I was out. So, you, it was like yeah. on you, <laughs> like, yeah, for weeks, just... <laughs> for weeks. People are tr- coming in the server. DJ uh... goes completely AFK, right? Well, not completely. I'm telling you, dude, I'm sick. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I was, I think I was responding. I like, didn't, sh- they, like, uh, like completely blow you off. But I was like, dude, I'm sick. And I I think I would update you, like, dude, I don't think I'm coming back anytime soon. But, anyways, like, it was all on you for like, at least a month if not solid more so you're dealing with like incoming traffic like that i didn't turn off the link and people were still yeah. coming in the org is growing they're 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 wanting organization and you know some order and structure and it's is pretty much it fell on you pretty much to,
1: to yeah to. yeah and I was, um i was trying i was hoping to be able to rely on the people we brought up you know a co- we brought up a couple people uh to help out right as officers and and more and um, it just, that's where the drama was created, you know, instead of helping out with, you know, the structure and incoming members, they, the drama came out and they just didn't get what they wanted. So it became a whole fit for me to deal with on the side of dealing with the new org members, the events that had to happen, you know, and it was just some, yeah, a mess. And yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I really appreciate like you handling all that. Cause I was like. Out man, and I couldn't help you. I was barely you know just you know, energy was super low, so like yeah it was, no it it's not man. your
1: fault, man. things happen, and it's yeah, you the... can't take any responsibility for that, <laughs> so yeah, yeah,
0: and so. I, I think um again, and not to make excuses, just to explain, like it was just growing fast, like if yeah. if it trickled in just like normal discord numbers, we just have a handful at a time, you know, I think that the amount that it was growing at the speed that it was growing, particularly after Invictus was what created a lot of like just. Oh man, what do we do? So, like today in our Discord, it's very orderly. Like, we have officers, captains, commanders. We have a promotions process. We didn't have all that, any of that at the time. No. It was just like, no. hey, you <laughs> be in yeah. charge. All right, you be in charge. We're growing so fast. You come help us out. That kind of got a little crazy. But um, yeah, we got through that. And I think one of the reasons. Well, not, I think I know one of the reasons we got through that is because you kind of, because you could have bailed at any point. You can have been like, forget this, man. I don't, I don't have to deal with this. I'm out. And yeah, I, didn't I wonder, do really want
1: to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you hanging in there, I think is one of the reasons why like we're doing so well today. You were able to kind of like keep everything from falling apart. Um, appreciate so, that, yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate you, you doing that. But anyway, so we got through, you know, some of that early, fast growth drama, DJs out you know, and then I start coming back a little bit, probably June, but then I I got into a move really. Um, so I went from COVID into moving from Virginia to Texas. So that was like a big, another big thing that you kind of carried as well, or just kind of kept us glued, uh, through that time. And so, um, but then I think you needed a break, which was like completely understandable. So, uh, I think you went AFK for a bit. Um, and I was like, dude, you need to take a break because <laughs> you dealt with yeah. so much i was like 100 yeah. percent blessing on that one but um yeah so i don't know anything else you want to say about that or we can we can move on if um, um
1: no i mean that sums it up you know just nothing really else to add
0: yeah yeah so um so i get sort of settled in texas a little bit i'm living in a hotel um kind of working out of a and then we moved into our to our home. So we start getting these events rolling again. We start getting things happening, and uh, there's another little surge there, another big surge, you know, with TikTok and live streams and people joining the Discord. And we, I'm just going to say, we just have such a an amazing crew, like the officers, the com- you know, the captains, um, the c- community itself. So we have senior medics, we have medics, we have medic recruits, we have this whole work structure now. And it's such a good vibe. You know, I mean, you know, we have issues to deal with just like anybody else. But uh, what do what you, when you look at the current state, we talked about the past yeah. and the, you know, the challenges and overcoming those. Um, and then now the current state of RS1, what, what do you, when you look at it, what do you think? What do you feel?
1: You know, I'm very, uh, very happy with the where where we've ended up. You know, we have a really active community and a lot of people passionate about making RS1 even bigger um there are you know every now and then we have small things where you know there's kind of these conflicts we have to deal with with players doing things that are against our rules or things they probably shouldn't be doing but overall like it's all minuscule in in comparison to where we were back in May right everything right now it's great We have a a great staff, a crew, great officer team to handle all these situations, and and that we all that we both trust. Um, So I think right now we're very stable. Um, I think looking forward, you know, looking up towards you know a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand members is going to get a little hectic. So we're definitely going to need to grow our uh, our staff team. You know, uh, upgrade our our uh, policies and our. work on our, you know, our structure to support that. But right now in this moment, I think, you know, everything's perfect.
0: What I love about our, like our leaders is we're all very different and we all bring something unique to the table. I like the eclectic nature of that. So you think of like Voltron or yeah. Power Rangers or whatever, where they have those separate and then they become one and they're just, they're greater uh, in their, uh, as their uniqueness is brought into one. So that's kind of like how I view us, um, which I think is awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, Rescue Squad 1 is a great community, a lot of fun. Very, uh, We're noob-friendly, so as people come in, they sense that. like It's not like hardcore, uh, like in a hard, hardcore org. Uh, but yeah, so I love it, and I love the direction we're going. I think we're just scratching the surface. This game has a long ways to go, and I think we're going to grow with it. Um, as we go into 318, Pyro, all the yeah. things, the game loops that are coming, dude, it's going to be so much fun getting to crack it out. Speaking of which... All right. We talked about like command stuff. Um, and if you, by the way, if you want to talk about any, any of that, let me know. But I want to kind of get into like just the nitty gritty, like what fleet do you have? What ships do you fly? Oh yeah. And Currently what ships do you have in queue that are not released yet? Uh, what are you excited about for the future? Let's, so let's talk about all that. What's, what's your current fleet? Not necessarily list all the ships, but what are like the two or three, uh, some of your favorite ships like to fly?
1: Oh yeah, so I got the Idris coming, man. I got the Idris. I think it's the P. And that thing is a beast. I think it's like one of the bigger the biggest ships you can own right now other than the uh Javelin and the Kraken. So, I'm really is looking it, for Is it
0: Is it Idris yeah. or Iterus? What's the um That's a I thought good it was question. Idris.
1: It might be Iteris. I, I call it Idris for I, I don't percent. know. About <laughs> I don't know by the
0: way. And so for those that don't play Star Citizen, tell us what the Iterus is or Idris, whatever it's called.
1: It's basically like a battleship, man. It's uh I don't know. I think it takes a like a good twenty thirty crew. It has a hangar bay for small fighters. It has a railgun. Uh, so it basically uh, it could take out. It could handle pretty much anything. You know, it could defend itself against fighters with its own fighters. It could take out capital ships with its railgun. It has a whole crew that you could launch operations from, and it has a med bay. Um, that is everything, that right? So that's
0: uh, incredible.
1: And it- uh, I, I also I think I got the Polaris back. I'm not quite sure if I did or not. Um, I I have the Polaris. And what's the Polaris? Polaris is a capital, uh, a sub-capital Corvette uh, that's like a military patrol ship. It's actually a capital hunter. It's a torpedo ship. It has about like 80 torpedoes aboard and a small hangar bay for small support ships.
0: Wow, dude, man, I can't wait. Can you imagine our first event? saying iterus event is up yeah and it all 2030 crew is that uh mm-hmm. is that reset 2030 yeah
1: let me do some quick research here so I could tell you for sure but I think that uh it's a pretty big cruise ship i
0: think it's um, gonna be uh that's gonna be a blast man uh having fun with that ship we, you can currently fight those in game when you go to do um, yeah. highest com critical combat alerts uh oftentimes you'll run into an iterus and those things are tanky it takes like It'll take a good five minutes to take that ship down. Like that yeah. thing is tanky. It can pack a punch. One time I got in front of it, I was in my 600 eye and I accidentally flew in front of the nose where the railgun is. And man, I just, I could just see it coming. I was like, oh man, we got to get out of here. And I just yeah. did a quick maneuver. And sure enough, that railgun shot. And that would have been, that would have taken me out, I imagine, um, the railgun on the Iterus. Um, I, I I didn't see my position well because I was flying like into the sun and I didn't see that I was pointing right at the, the nose of the Iterus. But, um, yeah, that's going to be fun. The Polaris is going to be a blast. Um, yeah. So are those your two just, two biggest ships, the Iterus and the um, uh, Polaris?
1: Yeah, I actually just looked at my uh, ship list and I realized I forgot that I upgraded my Polaris to the Pioneer, which is oh, a… Oh, the Pioneer, uh, man. Yeah, so that thing is wild too. It's also one of the bigger ships. It's basically like a construction ship where you could build, uh, you claim land on planets and you build, you know, bases or whatever you want to build. That's awesome. so I think that's gonna be. Uh, we're gonna use that to build RS one's first uh, home base. We'll have to he figure is. out where we want to do that. So I, yeah. that's
0: what I'm excited about. Like, there's all these gameplay loops that are that are certainly cool and that I'm excited about, and then I'm really excited about the pioneer. Uh, yeah, that coming out and claiming some land. Uh, so those are your three biggest: the Pioneer, the Iteris. Uh What are you currently flying? That you, this is fun for you,
1: dude. I love the Redeemer. I uh, absolutely the Redeemer. love the Redeemer's a little small gunship. You know, it it uh, has a couple of turrets, has a bunch of missiles, everything you really need. Um, other than that, you know, uh, the sent the uh, Vanguard Sentinel or the Super Hornet, great little great fighters. That's the uh, they're both medium heavy fighters. Great yeah, ships. yeah. The Redeemer is
0: yeah. fun. Uh, you don't want to mess with Redeemer. We have a good time with that one. Um, yeah. Oh, as far as like ground combat, do you uh, is there a particular gun that you favor? I tend to try to go for the P. Was it the P four? If I'm saying P eight, P four from Berin,
1: something like that.
0: Uh, are you a fan of Jumptown at all? I, I was talking with Goliath the other day. He's he said surprise me. He's like does not like Jumptown. I mean, he did a good job leading the troops uh, when we did our Jumptown op. But what's your feel on Jumptown?
1: Yeah, man, I loved it. You know, uh, we had a whole operation uh, going. We had a a ground fleet, uh, a transport fleet, uh, you know, a ship combat fleet. And I think we, you know, we held it for a very long time. We made a lot of money off it. It was good for the org. You know, it was good teamwork. We did well. We worked well together. Um, so, you know, it was good practice for us or, you know, future ops and stuff like that. I think that, when it gets, when we get on servers where there's a big population of like groups who want to take jump down, it's going to be more nitty gritty and it can be a little bit more stressful. I think luckily we didn't have too much. We had a couple, you know, dog fights and a couple, um, ships come in where we had to, you know, get in a couple tussles with tussles with them and deal with that. But, um, overall, I think it's a, it's a fun event for our players to interact with us and the command team in general.
0: All right, man. Well, Apollo, thanks for, uh, you know, being on the podcast, man, it was just kind of good to hear the story. I bet you people listening to this would be intrigued by, like, how we met, how we started the org, the drama yeah. where we're at now, um, kind of putting, you know, a name to the face and, and just hearing about the future a little bit. But a- any final thoughts uh, before we go?
1: Yeah, and first off, thanks for having me. And uh, as for final thoughts, you know, our org is growing a lot, and it's I don't think it's going to stop growing anytime soon. You know, with the growth, we're going to get a lot of cool new ideas, events, and I'm sure we're going to get a lot of talented officers to expand our team and help out, you know, manage our org. So I'm looking forward to what the future has to offer for and I think there's great things coming. and can only get better from here on out.
0: I agree 100%. Well, guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time in the Space Medics Podcast.